0: Welcome to Gross Anatomy.
1: But we are live with Gross Anatomy podcast, the show that explores the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it pertains to pop culture.
0: And movies and TV and books and the world around us and even dogs. It, It applies to dogs today. Actually, my dogs are barking at the gate. Hang on. What are we doing with you? We don't know. We, I... We are our own gross anatomy episode of Rhea O'Neill's uh, health issues. I think
1: I did it on purpose that we had something to talk about.
0: <laughs> right? Well, the, maybe that's why you said okay to being the co-host of, of gross anatomy so that we could we could deal with all of your illnesses. Yes, please. So I don't know. we are at gross anatomy where we explore Rhea O'Neill's illnesses, travails. And we find her the perfect doctor to come up with what's going on with her. And that's Rosa.
1: That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I had, I guess, what was a migraine for a week. Actually, it was a week ago on this day. And it came out of nowhere on Sunday afternoon. I was at Bravo Toast sitting outside. They were closed. And I was like, oh, God, I just got a horrible headache. And I've gotten migraines in the past, but never this bad. Well, never this long, I should say. And it lasted the whole week, and I was—I just kept, kept kind of kept like ignoring it. And the past seventy-two hours—wow, what's four days? Three days is seventy-two hours. Anyway, it was getting worse. I was getting really nauseous. I couldn't do anything, and I was like, "Oh God, let me go to urgent care after work." Left work early, went to urgent care. He told me to go to the ER. I was like, "What? This is so dramatic." Go to the ER, and it was a zoo in there. Oh my God, it's making everything worse. They told me it'd be I, like four I hours. I went
0: down to to look for you before <laughs> I left the hospital. And sure enough, you were gone.
1: I was gone. I did sit outside. I was like, well, I'm going to wait outside for a while. So I was outside for maybe like 45 minutes. Right. And then I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Went home.
0: Yeah. And how do you feel though?
1: My biggest thing was the nausea. I hate being nauseous. Like, oh, yeah. anything.
0: So, I, I must tell you. Does anyone actually like being nauseous? you're right. Who
1: likes being nauseous? If so, you're a weirdo. It's a horrible
0: thing. A horrible thing.
1: Um, but I got what's called the migraine cocktail.
0: Ooh, where?
1: <laughs> then I went to UCLA Health. Is it called UCLA Health or I don't know. Whatever. Went to that hospital yesterday. And they took great care of me.
0: Oh good. Good. So now
1: I'm feeling better, just tired, but you know.
0: Yeah. So You know, I get migraines too, but luckily it's not that often because they're horrible. How often do you get them?
1: I haven't had one like this in like three years.
0: Yeah. And it's, you you know, just when you think, hey, am I outgrowing this thing? One just sneaks up on you, right? So what do you do? I load up on a thousand milligrams of acetaminophen, also known as Tylenol. And I take 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, also known as Advil, right away, as soon as I know I'm getting it. And then amazingly, what I found works is like there's numbing, topical numbing cream that, that doctors, cosmetic doctors use, you know, before they'll do some kind of procedure. I find if I smear it all over my forehead, even and down to my temples, it, it's not that it makes it better, but it makes me able to, between the Tylenol, the Advil and the smear, I'm somewhat able to function, somewhat
1: the smear really
0: yeah yeah i discovered that and you really have to be careful a that you don't put too much in because if it goes in your eyes you'll be in trouble right and you don't want to touch it you you have to remember not to touch it because then you'll touch stuff and so it's it it kind of is it's a little challenging or if you get sweaty you know but but for me i found that those two things it, it doesn't make make it necessarily go away but it makes me okay enough to kind of function,
1: function. I know that's the thing yeah. I have a pretty high pain tolerance too so like I probably should have seen the doctor on like Wednesday or Thursday but I was like oh, it'll get better I was going to the gym I was working out I was like whatever
0: Wow do you get a so there's something called like a prodrome before like do you get any signs symptoms before your migraine hits no. So it just hits.
1: Yeah. I have friends that get those auras like visual.
0: Yeah. I'm lucky or unlucky in that I get that aura. So I actually lose vision for a little while. So I really know it's coming, you know. So like one time I was I was doing a surgery with my partners, and luckily I was just helping. And I was like, guys, we gotta find another one of our partners to help you on this surgery. And and, you know, it was the middle of the day, and we were able to do that, and I kind of hung around. But you know, for, for at least five to sometimes even a half hour I lose central vision which is the most bizarre thing like you could see around but if you look straight ahead it's your there's a blind spot and it's I remember the first time it happened I was sitting I was a kid believe it or not sitting on the computer back then it was an Apple 2 plus was the very first computer you know it was this giant thing that I used because I like to believe it or not I was an early programmer I wish I had Oh' ah. I wish I had been smart enough to to realize that that was that I should have continued doing it. it or smart enough to really be a programmer, but I just dabbled and had like a little bit of fun doing programming stuff and games and I remember I was playing the computer and I was like, "Wow, this is so cool! I can't see you know it's the weird <laughs> oh no and I remember, and then I had the worst headache ever, and then it's followed with that nausea and often throwing up and yeah. Yeah. I remember one time when I was, I had a migraine, we were going, we were taking a drive to the country and I had to get out of the car to throw up. And my dad like wanted to put his hand on my head or something while I was throwing up. I was like, what what are you doing? (laughs) You know, Like (laughs) you want anyone touching you when you're throwing up? Like it was Uh, like, yeah. And there was this, Oh my God, the
1: ER. I should, I could have written a short novel based on all this. You should have written
0: a short novel.
1: Well, based off the past 48 hours of what I saw in the ER, it would have been a New York Times bestseller. So dramatic.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: But someone yesterday at UCLA, I guess they looked like they were at the beach because he had sand all over the everywhere and they had like wetsuits on. He must have gotten hit in the water with something because his eye was all bloody. Ooh. And he like ran to the trash can and was just puking. And I was like, I don't, I'm not the kind of person that throws up when they see someone throw up. I don't I don't mind that. but I was like, Whoa, I might have to throw up after looking at this.
0: Yeah. It's yucky. And so are you, are you actually now feeling better?
1: I I am feeling better. I'm just tired. Yeah. And I'm trying to stay hydrated because I'm sure I was a little hydrated.
0: Definitely hydration is super. So that's the other thing I I do is I, I drink a ton of fluids and I also try to load up on caffeine um, when I get the migraine too. Um, And I don't know, you know, I don't know if maybe a combination of all that works or maybe it's just mind over matter. Sometimes it doesn't work and you just have to lay down, right? I know. Yeah. So that's That's my story. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Weren't you supposed to have a friend over? That probably spoiled your friend over. Oh,
1: poor Carly. She came for the weekend. Luckily, she has friends that live here from college, but.
0: Okay. Well, we almost got to meet. It's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. I know. Hopefully when you're not feeling sick. It's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But So what are we doing? What are we doing today?
1: Well, do you know, today is National Siblings Day.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: I know. So call your siblings and tell them you love them.
0: Or call them and yell at them. Yeah.
1: Call and yell at them. You have two sisters, you said?
0: I have two sisters. Yeah. And and they're they're actually going to be coming to. I'm going to be seeing them at the end of this week. They're coming for Passover.
1: Ah, uh, Passover. So it's
0: going to be exciting. Are you coming for Passover? Maybe
1: I may be coming.
0: Yeah, so you'll meet the sisters. Even come for a little if you want. Okay.
1: Are you the youngest?
0: No, I'm the middle.
1: Oh, the middle child. And what about you? I'm the youngest.
0: And how many kids? Just me and Myra. I definitely will call them, I have to go into the hospital. Unfortunately, it's the weekend. This week, I'm on call, you know, the weeks that I'm on call could be crazy. And this has been one of those weeks where it's just, it's busy when you weren't on call. And and so I've been doing a lot of late night surgery. And yesterday I did two emergency surgeries. And, and uh, so now I have to head in in a few minutes to go see everybody and make sure everybody's okay.
1: So when you're on call, this might be a dumb question, but I know everyone's. Thinking, no
0: such thing as a dumb.
1: I, question. You're right. When you're on call, are you on call like in the emergency room or just for patients that fall in your realm of thyroid issues and whatnot? That's
0: actually that's actually a brilliant question. Yeah. Um, because it's different for different groups and different doctors and different. So with us, we're a big multi-specialty surgery group. So. I'm on call for myself and my partners, any of their patients with surgical issues, if anything's going on, either phone calls or a patient winds up in the hospital or is in the hospital, the person on call deals with all of that. So we have a whole bunch of patients now in the hospital who've had different surgeries or or who come in with emergencies that other doctors say, Hey, Dr. Cohen, can you take care of this patient? So, so I'm dealing with, so we've, Probably have about twenty or twenty to thirty patients I'm dealing with this weekend.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Goodness. Maybe closer Good. to twenty. So, what else?
1: Wow. Oh well, you know what they came out with yesterday is, is Will Smith, where he stands at the Oscars
0: banned for ten years. Yeah. Interesting.
1: What do you think about that?
0: I I understand it. I mean, I I get it. I I I I think the whole the in my mind the whole thing is. I just want to know what Jada Pinkett, Pinkett Smith is thinking of, of Will right now. Is he thinking he's my hero or he's a schmuck? I know. That, that's the only thing I'm curious about.
1: I also want to you well. the truth Because
0: the truth is, if she's thinking he's my hero, it was worth it.
1: But if she's thinking you're an idiot, why would you do that? Then, right.
0: Then it wasn't worth it. it but but in my mind, that's, that's what this whole thing boils down to. If Jada Pinkett is like, yeah, you're my man, you took care of me. And I think Will did the right thing because the I bottom line did. is happy wife, happy life.
1: That's right. Well, I just yeah. saw Chris Rock that he's not speaking until he gets paid.
0: <laughs> not, what do you mean not speaking? Oh, about this. Yeah. Was that a joke, though, or serious?
1: No, I think he's being serious.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise me if the two of them at some point have a laugh together, you know?
1: I'm, well, I don't know. Since, I don't know. Maybe.
0: At some point. Not, not in the near future, but at some point.
1: But I'm also so sick of hearing about it it's everywhere. Like,
0: get over I it. Know. I know. There's more um, serious
1: things, like Bruce Willis announcing his retirement from acting.
0: It's weird. What I I don't totally understand. Did you Did you do any any research on what what happened to Bruce Willis? So he was
1: diagnosed with aphasia. Like,
0: yeah. Did we talk about that yet, or not yet? No, not yet. So I love Bruce Willis. Do you like Bruce Willis? I
1: like him too. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm a huge fan, huge fan. Do you have a favorite Bruce Willis movie? Pulp Fiction. Bruce... That's a great one. Yes, I that that him. that is definitely one I was going to say. Pulp oh, Fiction. Really? And yeah, I love him in Pulp Fiction. And then the other one is that science fiction movie that I'm blanking on now. Um, um The Sixth Sense. No. Oh, but that's a great one too. No.
1: Die I Hard remember. was a good one. I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, no, there. he's been in a ton of great things. The Fifth um, Element? The Fifth Element. That's the one, exactly.
1: I never saw that one.
0: You know. Oh, never it's, seen... it's a little slow, but it's really fun. It's I've really a lot fun. of Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. And interestingly, Bruce Willis was married to Demi Moore, who Chris Rock made the reference of G.I. Jane. Yeah. And I yeah. love that movie, G.I. Jane. Did you ever see the movie G.I. Jane? No, that is a great girl power movie, by the way, G.I. Jane okay, with Viggo Mortensen. I loved G.I. Jane. I, I think that's a great movie. Um, so I, I think the best thing that's going to come out of this is that you should watch G.I. Jane.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Chris Roth.
0: Yeah, seriously, it was I thought it was a great movie.
1: Okay, I'll watch Do you it have right any
0: then. idea what kind of movie I thought it was? A
1: great one, I think.
0: Exactly, exactly. So yes, so he has aphasia, which which is just a fancy word for um, trouble communicating or trouble speaking, um, which is interesting and vague. You know, when they say he has aphasia, because there's a lot of different types of aphasia of of being unable to speak or communicate. You know, certain boxers get aphasia. Like I think Muhammad Ali had it um, because he was hit, had so many concussions that he had aphasia. Um, people who have strokes have aphasia. Uh, people who have Parkinson's disease. You know, it's typically some kind of neurologic or brain disorder that could cause types of aphasia. And there's different aphasias. There's, there's aphasia where you could speak, but it's unintelligible, you know, like you're talking gibberish. There's aphasia where you, you totally understand and you know exactly what you want to say, but you just can't say it and you have trouble speaking. And is I don't it know.
1: Genetic or is it caused, like you said, like from, it can be, there caused- might be
0: genetic components to it, but it's really more from different, you know, illnesses that one could develop, whether it's a stroke, you know, which means that for whatever reason, you don't get some blood supply to your brain or it's degenerative, or or de- from dementia, or from Alzheimer's. You know, people who get Alzheimer's forget how to talk, and they have aphasia. That's usually a late stage thing, hmm. um, but it, it could be very challenging. It could be very challenging. And and uh, I, I hadn't seen any recent Bruce Willis movies, but I didn't. I didn't. At least the last time I saw, maybe it's been a while since I saw him in anything. I didn't notice. Um, but it's it's uh, it's sad.
1: It is sad.
0: Have you watched any more Oscar movies?
1: No. And I didn't even really want to.
0: <laughs> really?
1: I saw there's something on Netflix like you know a little like uh category for them but like I don't have time for that. Yeah.
0: I I was on a plane so I watched I started watching I the flight ended so I didn't get to finish it the Versace movie.
1: Oh, how was it?
0: I I was surprised. I watched it because there wasn't anything else that I wanted to watch.
1: Wait, Versace or House of Gucci? House
0: House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah. House of Gucci with um.
1: Get your designers right, Lady Gaga, who I love. Right, with Lady
0: and Adam Driver, and and Pacino, and um. I thought Adam Driver and Lady Gaga were great. I but I only I'm only about a halfway through it. But I was surprised. The music was great because a lot of it is 80s stuff. So I loved the music yeah. and kind of the whole vibe in the 80s. And I thought Adam Driver and Gaga were, at least so far, I thought they were just great.
1: I love her. And she, the Grammys, which were last weekend, she did a really great tribute to, uh, or it wasn't really a tribute. It was a a song she has with Tony Bennett. Because they have a ja- an album to- out. Together.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's another one that, that's getting old. and.
0: But he's old.
1: Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's Bruce old. Willis is not old.
0: He's old. Exactly, Bruce Willis is not old. And then, and then on the plane, the other flight, I watched. I finally watched it for the same reason because nothing else was good. I thought so. I watched Dear Evan Hansen. Did you ever see that?
1: Oh, you text me that. No, I want to see it on Broadway.
0: Yeah, and and it's been out for a long time, and it was a play, and you heard about it, and then now it's a movie. And is that Ben Platt? Yeah, who I didn't love in it, even though I know he was like the one who created the whole thing. Right, but it is such a sad and relevant and poignant um, movie or show or play. Do Do you know what it's about?
1: I never saw it.
0: It's about you know, mental health and mental wellness.
1: He, a suicide. He's like suicidal or something.
0: Yeah, like, I'm
1: gonna and watch. It. Don't don't spoil anything because I'll watch. Yeah
0: but holy crap. And it's, you know, and it's young kids. So it's, you know, it hits home to me cause I have young kids, you know, teenage kids. So, it, you know, and especially over COVID and the isolation, and it's about feeling isolated and, and all I could say is, wow, I, I, I watched it and I, and I really feel wow. And, and I, my kids haven't seen it and I, and I think it's worth seeing it cause it, the same reason I love the TV show Big Mouth so much is, yeah. is it lets it lets you know that you're not abnormal. It lets you know that all the crazy crap that's in your brain and in your mind that you're feeling, probably everybody goes through at some point and everybody feels it. And 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 it's okay to feel that way. And 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 that's why I like Dear Evan Hansen. Um, it was a little hard to watch, but it it it's definitely. I, it was it was good. It was good and sad. I was going to
1: say, you said someone was going to say something. Oh, what was it?
0: Mental health, wellness, well-being.
1: The next. And Liat just texted me. What is going on?
0: Wow. 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 Should we call her? No. <laughs> do you want to call her?
1: You're live. She's going to be like, oh, God, no, I can't do this.
0: want to call her and put her on speaker? Hi. <gasps> Hi, Liat. Hello. Sorry. I know why I'm laughing. How are you? I'm good. What are you doing, today?
1: Uh, I had quite the weekend. Wait, one sec. Are you what wait one sec. My dad's calling me. Are you with him right now? I'm sorry. Are you recording? <laughs> we're recording. I can't keep a straight face. Yeah, right now? We're we're live. We're on air right now. Oh <laughs> hi yeah, you're live
0: Leah, you're live with gross anatomy
1: oh my god i fully put i feel like i'm put on the spot over here what do i say on gross anatomy live
0: oh my god <laughs> well, you're happy. What It is raya told me what's earlier the that it's national what was that
1: what's the theme today what are you guys talking about
0: the theme is national siblings day today oh cute <laughs> so call your siblings text your siblings
1: okay I'm gonna call Hannah and Izzy right now That's
0: yes a really
1: good reminder I do need to call them so
0: no That's that true. that wasn't the theme but Rhea did point it out to us and and the fact that you called we texted her right now I said wouldn't it be fun sure if, it if we just called you that
1: was literally perfect timing, actually. Yeah, that I just thought of Ray. I just texted her and look at that. I know. That
0: and you're live with Girls Anatomy.
1: You're live. And- but today, I am going to be in Venice like in the next hour if you're around. Yes, I am. So come over. Okay. Okay. I'll just come over. Come over after work. Okay. <laughs> amazing. Okay. Bye. 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 Have fun. Um, Do you think
0: she hates us or likes us.
1: I think mean, she likes us. It's good exposure, you know, building her brand. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about the bad nurse. The bad yes. nurse.
0: Well, she's not a bad nurse, but yeah.
1: She's not a bad nurse. So for those who don't know, I, I briefly, briefly just like skimmed over what, what happened on the internet. Can you recap us?
0: Tell me your name. I forgot her name. Do you remember her name? Is it Redonda Vaught? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Redonda Vaught. And what happened is, is she's, I think she's been a nurse for a long time. I don't know for how long, but she had some patient that she needed to give um, a medicine for. And I think there was some stressful stuff going on. And, and I think it was, it was kind of trying to hurry and get the medicine. And these days it's not like you just go into a drawer and get a medicine. There's like, Built-in security. You have to like enter the patient's information and enter into this um, uh, almost like a vending machine kind of thing. They have the it's called a the Pixis. They have these vending machine things where you enter the patient's information and the medicine, specifically the medicine you want, and and maybe even the dose or how many vials. And be and it's for it's supposed to be to decrease errors but the reality is is i think it's all about billing and being able to charge patients and track things so you enter the medicine and then that drawer opens where the medicine is and and there's a bunch of medicines there and one specific area where the actual medicine in is pops open and there's your vial of what it is and you take it and then you have to if you don't use the whole thing you put it back and so it's for checks and balances it's basically so big brother watches you i think it's also a lot about billing and maybe also to avoid uh drug abuse and things amongst staff i, I mean there're all these thoughts unfortunately it does slow down care a little bit you know you have to make sure the medicines are in there and if they're not in there or, or if it's an emergency and you're harried you're like what are you going to do you got to you know go through the stupid computer stuff so i think she Either couldn't find the medicine, or and you could do an override. There's the ability to say, just give me the med, you know, to to kind of enter, you know, rather than have to go through the whole thing. And I guess she took the wrong medicine, and they they both started with a V. I think one was Versed, one was Vecuronium. I, is what I think was the medicine. Versed, which I think she was supposed to give, is is kind of like Valium, you know it it mm-hmm. it you know, it's a sedative and makes you feel good. Whereas Vecuronium, if that's what it is, is a paralytic. And we use Vecuronium only really with general anesthesia. Once someone's already under general with their breathing under control and fully safe, and then we kind of paralyze the patient so that we're doing all the work and they don't have to do the work and we're doing the breathing for them. But if you give someone that paralytic medicine before we're controlling their breathing, and everything's safe. You stop breathing, and you could die Wow and I think that's basically what happened oh, God. and and she supposedly came forward right away and said, "Hey, I screwed up I, I accidentally did this. you know she didn't try to cover it up and didn't try to hide it, and sure enough, she's being charged criminally, you know it, you know as a criminal offense, and I think there's a lot of debate about whether or not you know, I don't know her and I don't know what kind of nurse she is. And I don't know if this is a first time making a mistake like that or not, but the reality is, is, you know, I have this morbid joke that there's only one way. There is a way we could totally get rid of patient errors. We could totally get rid of hospital errors. We there's a, that we could hundred percent eliminate error. Yeah. Do you know how we could do that? Eliminate the patients. (sighs) Oh, right? Yeah. Eliminate, eliminate humans. If we eliminate humans and eliminate patients, we're not going to have errors. Right. But as long, as long as people are people and patients are patients, shit's going to happen. You know, I never curse, but I'm cursing stuff's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, you know, you come into the hospital, you're sick and we're trying to take care of you and we're trying to do the best we can. We're trying to eliminate errors. And that's what all these things are, but stuff's going to happen, unfortunately. And, and I think we need to be able to admit them and not get put in jail for them as long as we're not criminals. Right. It's one thing if we're like that Dr. Death guy that we talked about on, on an earlier podcast. And, and, you know, if you're Dr. Death going around trying to kill people, that's a different story. Right. But if you're really trying to do the best you can and you screw up and you admit it and you learn, you shouldn't, you know, there should be punishment. There should be, there should be remedial stuff there should be new systems put in place but maybe even fines but certainly not jail certainly not prison because that then we're never going to be willing to admit mistake and if we don't admit it's like with anything if we don't admit mistake it's it's what we tell kids you have to make mistakes it's what it's what michael jordan used to say you know if i didn't make mistakes i wouldn't be michael jordan right so so i think it's horrible
1: wow do you think she's really going to go to jail no
0: I'm not sure. I I I'm not sure.
1: I got to follow up on that. No. Yeah, we
0: got to do a follow up on that. But I I think you know, it's just going to it's just going to cause doctors, nurses, healthcare people to hide mistakes and not be honest and not be forthcoming. Uh part of the problem is, you know, with the world, I think the this country, but the world, people feel like I'm going to sue you. You know, that this, they that.
1: love to throw that out there.
0: Right. And, and, and it's, and, and, and they forget that a, they're sick. You, you, you know, you're sick already. You know, we didn't tell you to come to the hospital. You came to the hospital. So people forget a, that they're sick and they forget that they're going to die and they forget that we're human and we're doing the best we can. Yeah. And I get, I get it that people are scared and people are in pain and, but and certainly I would freak out if someone did that to me or my loved one but I don't know. I don't know. Those yeah. are my those are my thoughts of the day. Pretty heavy. Good stuff. It's a heavy episode today.
1: I know. My yeah. migraines so the the good bad nurse.
0: Did you talk to your sister yet?
1: I did this morning so she got LASIK surgery uh on Friday.
0: Ooh.
1: But she's doing good. I'm like, I want to get LASIK. I wear glasses. I wear contacts a lot, but I'm kind of worried because you're awake when they do it, but it's so short.
0: I had LASIK surgery. That's a whole other story that I you just reminded me. I'm going to actually post it as a story. I'm going to tell Mariano that we have to do it as a story time Sunday. It's such a good story. My LASIK story.
1: Oh my God, you got LASIK. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll save it. For Years you. ago.
0: We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll talk about it next podcast a little bit, and I'll talk about it on a Storytime Sunday.
1: Yes. in next podcast, we have a very special guest. Stay tuned to our Instagram and see who we'll have on next week. But we have some, some special guests this month.
0: I'm going to get ready to go to work.
1: Go to work and save some more lives.
0: Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us with Gross Anatomy.
1: We'll see you next time. We will. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.
0: Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any
1: questions you may have regarding a medical condition.